This week, the obvious question is, can a bad decision be good? I'm Mike Travisano with Bob Meyer and Joe Vitalik. Each week, one of us asks the other two a question that may seem obvious, but doesn't seem to have an obvious answer, and we see what we can figure out. We ask you to help us find answers. Comments on our site, obviousquestion.wordpress.com, or on our Facebook page for The Obvious Question. This week, we try to answer a question from one of our listeners, Joel, who asks, what if a person makes what is perceived to be a bad decision, but it works out? Does that make it a good decision in the end? He gives the example of a hockey player who makes a super-duper risky pass that almost results in a turnover, but it winds up going to the intended recipient, and the team scores. The team scores, but does the coach still rip him a new one? Is it okay because he scored? So his question was, uh, what if a person makes uh, what is perceived to be a bad decision, but it works out? Does that make it a good decision in the end? And we, you know, when we chatted back and forth, we, we wondered, is that, is that like, does the end justify the means? Or um, I, I can't help but think immediately, you know, it, it doesn't make it a bad decision or a good, deci- good decision. You wouldn't plan to do that. You wouldn't plan to make a risky move just to, to hope that it works out. But at the same point, you would accept it if it does, right? Like, I mean, happy accidents are, are like what I'm, a lot of cool stuff in life happens because it's a happy accident, right? So I can't help but think that that at the time, it was a good decision, you know? Like when, when, he, when he passed the puck at that moment in the game, that was the best decision he had and he did it, right? So it wasn't a bad decision. Like good or bad only gets judged afterwards, right? Is that true or am I just making up something? Well, the issue, Mike, you know, for me, it, it's bigger because it's not just his decision. I mean, we we talked a little bit about this, too. A little more information is, you know, the example that he was using for us was where later on then in the locker room, what does the coach say to that, to that move? You know, it was a great outcome, but does he want the team to go out there then and, you know, think, well, I should take the risky shot or, I mean, how's he playing? What's his, what's his strategy or how does he want to win the game? You know, what's he going to do to win it? And I thought, you know, that little piece of information to me changed a little bit my way of thinking. You know, it went from, I think you're right. I think that guy was making the best decision, saw the opportunity, took it, and it turned out great. But now you get that moment of someone else checking him on that, you know, saying, wait a second, you can't, you can't do that. We can't do that as a team, which is different than me making a good decision. So, I mean, I think he used the expression, you know, does he get, get kicked in the ass or something like his ass chewed out, you know, as a result of, of what he did. Well, how can you when he did such a, you know, such a good shot? And at the same time, you're going to propagate that among the team. And I think that's where the dilemma really comes in. Yeah, And it also gets in, into the player. Like, uh, you, you know, I think if I took an incredible shot in basketball or made an incredible shot in tennis, yeah, I might tell the two of you that, you know, that was all planned. That was me. I took that risky shot. But, you know, it... I don't know, that, that's given myself a lot of credit. It was kind of in, in the moment, you know, like the ball was coming right at me. I didn't know what to do. I hit it, went right down the alley, and I got the point. Um, so it may be the same thing for the hockey player that, yeah, it was a risky move, but it was probably the only play he had at the time, you know, or I don't know that in that split second he said, well, maybe I should take mm. this risk. Let me do this. I'm going to go behind the back, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, we all get fancy when we get a little bit better. It's that the difference between being a beginner, a novice, or an expert, right? Once once you're at that expert level or you feel like you're an expert, you feel like, you know, you you can do anything. It's matrix-like for you. So that might, on paper or watching it on TV, might look like a big risk, 
for us, but for that person, it's like, no, nah, I, I think I could do that nine times out of ten. Yeah, and how many games have you been at, whether it's that or football or basketball, whatever, where you say, you know, shoot, shoot, or whatever, or, you know, the, the, you see the person's obviously struggling, but they get the ball taken or intercepted or whatever it is, and you're kind of like, oh, I can't believe it. And again, that person made that probably the best decision in the moment. No question, they made the best decision for them. But we're all kind of cheering on that. Come on, just take the shot. You, you, you make nothing if you don't take the shot. You know, what was a famous saying that you miss 100 percent of the uh, yeah, that's a Wayne shots Gr- you take. Wayne, don't Wayne Gretzky Wayne, uh, quote, right? Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. 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 So I think there's another factor here that um, as you guys are talking, I'm thinking about it. It, it all depends. Right. I, I want to use that phrase. It depends which I love it from years ago. We used to talk about this kind of stuff and, and we would say, well, it depends. You know, we tell the story and then you hear the story, you go, oh, well, definitely I do this or definitely I do that. And for me, what it depends means is the context of what's going on. You know, is this a, a, a friendly game? You know, just a bunch of guys getting together to play some hockey. Is this a, you know, the last second of a game? Is this a, you know, a good coach that, you know, wants to encourage his team to win? Is this a coach that wants to win at any cost? Well, that all depends. I mean, and the outcome depends on on what's going on in the moment. And we always say that we want the real experience. We want to understand what really happened because hypothetical stuff, you can take twists and turns and make your story come out right every time. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and then he did this. And then, well, what might, well it might have been this or it might have been that. What was it? What actually happened? So I, I think what I want to think about for a little bit here as you guys are talking is the idea that everything we're saying, well, it depends on the situation. And the more closer I can get to the real situation i think the more i can for myself make a decision as to whether the outcome you know in a sense justifies what i did you know in that sense Mm, i don't you know i don't know i i think the outcome my opinion is the outcome does justify what you did from people who didn't do it right but from your perspective i don't know if the um I guess I, I guess it also does for for you as well. But in the moment while you're doing it, that's you're certainly not making a pass thinking that somebody's gonna you know steal the puck and score on you and and you lose the game, right? I mean, you're not you're not doing it like that. Yeah, I'm thinking. Not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking about you know I have I always have a harder time with the the sports examples or the analogies because it's you know I can't put myself in that scenario and and those are the things that we watch that occur in real time on on TV. Um, like, I don't know, for me, one example that came to mind was what if, you remember the story with Aaron Ralston, like 127 hours where, you know, he's out there and I think it was in Utah and he's, you know, hiking and doing all this adrenaline rush stuff by himself Mm -hmm. and he doesn't really tell anybody where he's at and, and that's in his mind. So he's in there and then that, you know, the boulder, you know, he's in that like ravine kind of thing and that boulder comes down and pins him in there and his arms pinned and like. You know, what if we were watching that? I mean, we watch it in the movie. The movie was made, but what if it was in real time and you're there? You're like, would we all be screaming from the sidelines, cut your arm off, you know, reach into your bag, get that knife, cut your arm. You know, at what point? And I think that's what what, what went through his head was, okay, it's a day. No, Nobody's coming for me. I'm screaming. Nobody's coming. I'm hallucinating. Uh, nothing's happening. Uh, do, the will to live, you know, that's a huge risk. But then he did it. You know, he, he actually did it. I don't I don't know. When I put myself in that scenario, I, I have to be honest, I think I'd just die. I don't think I would have the wherewithal to, to take take that blade and just cut my arm off. Crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you watch that out that that uh, flick, 127 hours, and the whole way, it's so easy to judge that guy, right? The whole way yeah. through that movie, it, it reminds me not at all unlike the Christopher McCandless story, the Into the oh, Wild yeah. yep. story. Same thing. So easy to judge that guy. You know, it was stupid. And 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 it's funny, you know, you if you go online or or you you do any kind of research, you run into a million people who are happy to give their opinion about what an idiot he was. He just stumbled in there, wasn't prepared, all of these things. But then there's this other story, if you read the John Crickhauer book, at least when I read Mm -hmm. it, thinking he was he was pretty prepared. He had done stuff similar to this. And this is how life was big and great for him. You know, like kind of being on the very edge. Yeah. Like doing things on the very edge. And 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 I if if I if I recall in the book, the way John Crickhauer describes how he dies, he kind of just got very unlucky. Yeah. You know, like he ate a plant that looked very much like another plant that <laughs> that he knew would be safe for him and and it and the cards, you know. The yeah. other team caught the puck, in, yeah. and yeah. Mr. McCandless McCann- died. The McCandless you know? thing, I agree. I mean, I admire him and, and what he did and the risk that he took. And, and, and the part of me always says, even though I, don't, I wasn't in his head, but I say, well, he, want, that, he went out the way he wanted to go out. Like, he knew that, even from his journal entries and things like that. But then there are the critics there that say, what a dumbass. He was also, like, three miles from the road, you mm-hmm. know, a, a busy... Mm-hmm. Uh, Alaskan base camp that you know with loggers and other people that were there so he could have easily walked the two miles and gotten out of there but uh, yeah that's an intriguing story but yeah we're all arm armchair quarterbacks yeah yeah it goes right back to the to the passing the puck right the guy who has the puck at that moment in the game has only one perspective his own you know, and of course, everybody around it watching TV, the coach's perspective, everybody else has their perspective that that is able to judge, you know, what he does is good or bad. But, hey, you know, we are we are alone in ourselves as we go through and make our own decisions. Right. We can have some help and we can, you know, do things, you know, get some advice if or possible. But in the end, you do it. You know, you are the one who is who are responsible, I believe. Hmm. Yeah. So, and I agree, and I would say everyone's doing the best they can all the time. They might be doing what you would do, what I would do, the best that can be done. They're doing the best they can do, which adds a little flavor to this idea of, so I'm in the game, and I'm going to take the shot, and I'm doing the very best I can. So who can possibly challenge that? Mm-hmm. You know, it really comes down to it. The answer all the time would be, I did the best I could. And of course, that doesn't sit well with coaches or people who have different opinions on that. And they say things like, well, that's not good enough as if he could have done something different. When, when we, I think we agree, the three of us agree, that he really couldn't have done anything different at that point because he was doing the best he could do, given his limited abilities or his being tired or you know, he was frazzled, or whatever the things were, he, was doing the, he absolutely was doing the best he could. And someone say, no, he's just lazy. They say, right, and being lazy was the best he could do at that moment, which, again, this may cause some stir to people listening right now, but if you think about it, you're always acting the best you can. So add that flavor into the the whole scenario, and and I'm pretty comfortable with the idea that then, yeah, if it works out good, I'd say he was doing the best he could anyway, so what the heck? I mean, it's like, what what did you expect him to do? You know, he, if he did anything else, it would have been crazy. Yeah, and, and at the risk to play out the hypothetical and be the role of the coach, you know, 
I'm not the coach, so that's clearly a hypothetical. But if the coach wants players who take big and you know big risks and make big plays and do you know, then the coach says, "Man, that was you know, we got lucky on that one." If the coach isn't, if he's the kind of coach that that you know is very conservative, you know, says no, you you play the zone, you do you know these things, and that's how we win together as a unit. Then you rip him a new one, right? So it's a matter of of perspective from the coach's yeah. standpoint yeah if i'm a basketball player and i'm a terrible three-point shooter and then i go into a game and i i take five three-point shots and i miss them all the, the coach is gonna be like bob that's not your shot don't do that but if i did go in there and for some you know miraculous reason i hit five of five they'd be like man that was i don't think anybody's going to complain they're probably going to complain when i don't hit the shots and it's not my shot same thing if Mike and I are on the same hockey team. Maybe that's a risk for me to take that shot. But the coach is like, well, Mike can make that, you know, nine times out of ten. So he, he wouldn't yell at you, but he might yell at me. Hmm. You know, if I if I step into something I'm much more comfortable in with, you know, music, right? If I think about uh, improvising, right? You can improvise very, very safely. You can stay in, in, you know, the scale that you know, you can sort of play it real safe and it will sound fine. You know, like if, if anyone were, were listening, they would, yeah, that was, that was a, that was a completely acceptable blues, you know, or whatever solo. Right. But n- nobody's going to remember that. Right. Nobody. No, it's not going to move anybody. It's not, you know, it's the it's the ones where you're right on edge, you know, where you're where you're out there that people remember. You know, it's I'm, I'm, my teacher used to always say, you know, you must take risks. It, it's like part of it. Yeah. Learn all this stuff and you must take risks but, or else. What, what are you doing? But like you said, learn all this stuff. So I think it's a combination of competency and risk equals reward if like for me if i were Mm -hmm. to do the same thing you're just talking about and i don't play the piano so uh, i would be taking a big risk but i'd also lack the competency and skill to play the piano so it would it would be horrendous (laughs) it would be Mm. a risk i shouldn't take but i I think for people that have the competency i i think what was it at the uh the grammys i think they're i think they did i think it was during either bg's tribute or something else where you know you have these very skilled you know artists that are up there and they're uh, singing this song and they didn't know the words so they just do a run like you know and uh and everybody's like oh that's cool but you know for us it's like well they didn't know the words shouldn't they know the words to these things (laughs) yeah those are good examples let me just throw one at you though that is it's hypothetical but it put me in a better a better place to understand this does the end justify the means kind of thing? So you have a situation where, um, and I'm going to pick a person like Hitler, and you could, if you wanted to, kill him at a young age, get rid of him. And you do know the outcome. The outcome is if you don't do that, there'll be Nazi Germany and the whole bit. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you kill him? I mean, is, it, is this a case of where an innocent person and again, I know it's hypothetical. It's it's like kind of those really crazy stories to even throw it out there. But to me, it's the old, you know, do I do something that is totally immoral, wrong, and everything else to prevent the uh, dropping a bomb on Hiroshima or any of those kinds of things? Do I do that with the idea that the end of the war, you know, the the non-occurrence of Nazi Germany, whatever, would actually not occur? And then, but I'm taking innocent lives to do that. And, <laughs> 
I, I'm laughing only because I, I've read I've read this before in a couple of in a couple of places that there are, there are apparently if you're a science fiction writer or something like that and you and you want to do time travel one of the main rules you never kill Hitler that's oh, really? just, that's just something you don't kill Hitler like <laughs> like falls in line with some something that's like you know you know because no matter what it's going to be worse you know or right, something. Right, and I'm, I'm right. for fun i mean they, they say that but you know sorry i t- i mean that's a terrible thing to take away the thunder of your example i don't mean to do that but yeah, i just know i've I read that and I, it's funny because i can see that we're hypothetically and get into anything you want and then you know we wouldn't be where we are today which is mm-hmm. you know kind of in a good place it might have been a lot worse who knows who would have been in charge maybe he wouldn't have been quite so crazy and he would have made it work you know make germany work that way yeah. but uh, to more to the the thing that I'm, I'm curious about is i'm wondering how i answer that question you know well can i do something that's immoral illegal unethical whatever when the outcome is what i'm looking for is it does it does it actually can i do that is this, am i i want to say allowed but will i would i do it would i purposely do something wrong to get it right and uh, i probably have examples of my life i'm just yeah. not i think I'm it depends on, it i think it depends on how how big your belief is, right? I mean, people are doing that today. I mean, you could say that terrorists uh, are doing that, right? I mean, it's, in their mind, I don't think they're doing anything wrong. I mean, if you look at during World War II, kamikazes, right, were giving up their lives for a particular cause. So there are people that will go to extremes for what they believe in. Uh, the Hitler example, I think, is one like, well, we know the end of the story, but in many cases, you're, you've got to believe something uh, an outcome that hasn't happened yet, right? So that that's a pretty strong, you know, a pretty strong argument to say, well, I'm going to do something that's unethical or, 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 you know, it goes against my moral fiber, but I'm going to do it because there's there's something bigger out there. But I think it goes back to uh, the end justifying the means and the whole risk and reward thing because you've got to be willing to play out that risk and say, okay, well, what what's going to happen to me? I could be killed. I could be, you know... Um, have a death sentence, be in prison for the rest of my life. I think there's people that make, you know, decisions like that. Um, how, you know, we all heard stories of, let's say, somebody murders a child in your family and then that person's on trial and the person goes to the courthouse and shoots the person, right? Well, they know that that's not right, you know, and they know that they're going to end up in prison or shot, but yet they still do it. And, you know, that that's a risk that they're taking, but it's because it's it's just so such a strong movement, you know, that they have to take that risk. You know, in in that example, though, I I it's tough because that person killing killing the child murder is committing murder, right? It's revenge. It's vengeful. It's 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 loaded with with horrible intention, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not saying I disagree with them or that I wouldn't do the same thing if I was in that case. And that's different, however, from coming upon the person as they're about to commit a murder and killing them, right? In my in my brain, that in that case, heck yeah, of course, kill them. Do, you know, do what you have to do to stop the horrible thing from happening, right? Where and there's that's the example where murder is kind of justified and where murder is not justified. Mm-hmm. What I love about this podcast is that we're able to go from a mere goal being scored. <laughs> To genocide, to destruction, <laughs> well, that, murder, you know, that's the, mayhem. That's, the, that's where the juice is, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no... You know, and I think 
In, in the world we're in, I mean, we're we're dealing with that, and that's this is the crazy part. Is that I mean, a, a goal scored or not scored, a coach getting angry, those are important. It's certainly important for uh, for you know our listeners and for people who follow sports. And I I can see the the anger around that or the the enthusiasm you know on either side. But I was questioning as you were talking. I was thinking to myself, how would I behave in these situations? And you know, we, we say, well, what would this guy do? What did he do? What would I do? What would you know, and I, I don't know. This is that hypothetical again. I've never had the situation. I've never had to do it. But I bet you that if there came a point where something bad happened like that and I took an action, I bet if you got inside my head, you would recognize that I don't see it as a, as a problem at that moment. In other words, I don't see that I'm murdering this guy to fix mm. the problem. I see like, I think terrorists see that I'm doing, I'm taking an action that's totally correct. I mean, it's the right thing to do to and so they don't look at it as am i going to do a bad thing to create a good thing they look at it as there's a bad thing going on i'm going to fix it and i'm going to get the good thing so if i take it to a personal level i'm trying to find places right now in my life where where i've done something where i didn't think it was the right thing to get a good outcome and i can't think of one of those you know i think somewhere i'm i'm bounded by this you know i don't know if it's the code or the the moral issues whatever of, of doing something wrong like that in order to get a good outcome. You know, people might say, well, what about stealing food, you know, or something, you're hungry and so you steal food. Well, at that moment, I don't think you're stealing food. I don't think the person's thinking, I'm gonna go steal some food. I think they're, they're thinking I'm gonna feed myself or I feed my family. Mm. I've never had to do that, so I don't know what that looks like, you know, if I had to step up and do it. But I suspect I wouldn't go, well, let me see now, does the means justify, the, does the end justify the means? I, I don't think I'd be going through that in my head. I'd be saying, this is, this is right for me to do, you know, to provide this food. Yeah, I hate hypotheticals. I almost regret having asked the question. No, but in this case, though, I, I, it, it is that it's that forever sort of timeless question. You know, Mm -hmm. it's the it's taking this it's taking the hockey story out to the to the nth degree. I think. Yeah, yeah, because the hit the Hitler thing. You know, I know a lot of uh, folks are making comparisons between Trump and Hitler, and not. I'm not going to share my thoughts or get into perspective on that, but. You know, I'm sure people are thinking about that in terms of okay, well, you know, where where are things going with Trump? How are these going to play out? What if what if you could see the future? Is America great again, or is it a hundred percent worse? And if it was, if you knew it was a hundred percent worse, should you do something about it now? And what is that something? You know, there's a lot of discussion about that right now. Yeah, there yeah. is. Yeah, it's that challenge that's being put out there right now. You know. Are you doing it's it you know what do you stand for it's it's the stuff we always are are Mm -hmm. wondering and would we be okay going through some really really difficult times with what seem like bad actions or or immoral acts to get a good outcome you know i don't know i mean i'm i'm asking myself that question do i want a person in there who who literally would do pretty much anything to get the right outcome and then i look back and say well then the the, the end certainly justified the means. Uh, it was a rough four years or a rough two years or a rough 20 days or whatever. But look look at the results. The results are pretty good, aren't they? And I had this squeamishy kind of feeling like I don't like working through those years. I don't want to be in that place where this stuff is happening because we don't know the outcome, right? It's not until after I make the shot that I can say, see? So I don't know how far we have to go to say, see? <laughs> it mm-hmm. really was a good thing. You know, in that moment. Yeah, in the hockey analogy, I mean, we only have to wait a couple of seconds or a minute to see what the outcome was. In the case of, you know, say a presidency, it could be 
the four-year term. It could be, you know, many years after that to see what the outcome is. But I, I think the one thing that I chuckle at is when you said earlier, everyone's doing the best that they can. I, <laughs> I look at like the Trump administration and I have a hard time swallowing that. <laughs> They're doing the best yeah. that they can yeah. because there's a lot of body bags along the way, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, how, however, I think I think in life for myself, I, I know I can only control myself. And the only thing I can do is continue to make the best decisions that I can in the moment, be as present as I can in the moment. And and not at all saying, you know, and damn what other people think. That's that's not it. But other people are going to think what they're going to think. And hopefully I make enough good decisions that people think it's cool, right? That everything is okay. And that's what I can control. That's the only thing I can do. So it's a tough question because in a way, if I think of it now, the question is asking, you know, what do we think this person's decision is? And, and in a way, it doesn't really matter. You know, it doesn't really matter. The only one that matters is what you think about your own decisions all the time, moment to moment. And and what are your intentions and what are you trying to do? You'll get tested all sorts of ways. Yeah, that's. I think yes, and I, I would add to that. You know, maybe as a kind of a final wrap up for me is it yes, um, and I I think under that umbrella, people will do the best they can. I might not like it. I might not agree with what they're doing. I might say you could have done better, but it's really up to that person. And you know, to argue that you could have gotten out of bed earlier and made it to the meeting. It's true. A person could do that, but you couldn't, you know, and, and for me to judge that and say, well, if I were you, you know, I'd, well, I'm not you and I don't have whatever you had going on. And I wasn't, you know, in a late night situation or whatever else. But I, I want to come back to and say all of this, when I think about it, has to be in context. It can't just be the hypothetical out there, maybe, you know, switch the switch the things around. So I'm going to go back in a sense and say, I really want to hang on to the it depends comment, because I think. Everything that we talk about, everything that you guys would ask me or I'd ask you about, I always want to say, well, that depends. You know, and I want the details. I want the, the actual what happened. What were the what were the issues? How did they get resolved? You know, who was the person? Assuming they're doing the best they can, why didn't they have the education they needed? The shots didn't get made. Did they practice enough? You know, it depends. All that depends. So I'll leave it at that and hopefully hopefully we'll get some good feedback because it's a very confusing, obviously, for lots and lots of years this question's been out there and it doesn't get answered really well yeah i go with my gut and just say take the shot because no one's going to pat you on the back throw you up on their shoulders or you know pat you in the butt for for missing the shot you know they probably just won't talk to you and i always think of when i make that incredible shot or do that incredible play i I get very egocentric and say well yeah i meant to do that because nobody's going to focus on the nine times out of ten that i miss it but that one time that i do that glory that lasts for a long time so take the risk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 